with Steve Mathis. Welcome to the DMX Podcast Show. I'm your host, as usual, Steve Mathis, back from Belgium. Not feeling that well, but uh, feeling well enough to, to finally get this next guest on the line, and that would be none other than uh, Pat O'Connor. Patio, what's up? Hey, man, how's it going? I'm good. Thanks for doing this, bud. We've, uh, we've been missing each other's phone calls and texts and, and all that. Yeah, playing phone tag for a good month. For yeah, sure. trying to get this thing done. But, hey, you, uh, team manager, leading edge Kawasaki, leading edge monster Kawasaki, um, you were just on the road with the semi for a little while, huh? Yeah, I, I've pretty much been on the road the whole <laughs> summer. Uh, I flew, uh, uh-huh. I drove back from Morden and then flew to Gopher, and then I've been with the truck um, until last weekend after Monkey. Dude, that's gnarly. Do you have your CDL or you just sit there? I just sit there. Yeah. So how, how do you like I that? Um, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, uh, it's either it's either you know be with the truck and, and work on bikes during the week, or yeah. come back to the shop and sweep floors. So right, um, I decided to stay with the <laughs> with the truck. <laughs> Probably a good idea, I guess. And you get yeah. to see the, the lovely country that is Canada too. You know exactly. And I and I haven't done that in a long, long time. Right. So um, and, and I haven't done any traveling back east. I haven't been to New Brunswick as, as far as in between races. Right. So right. that was awesome. Yeah, it was great. And where, where did the truck go during the weeks a lot of times? Did you have good places we, to work and all that? Well, a truck driver, you know, they always want to, you know, find the nearest uh, Flying J or, yeah. or uh, and just hang out there a week. But I, I forced him into the racetracks and we went straight to the next track. Oh, did you? In the okay. park. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then just... Uh, and just stayed there all week, yeah. Truck drivers are, are that way, dude. Don't worry. They're the same down here in the States. They just love those yeah. flying J's. Maybe it's the lot lizards. I don't know what it is, but. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I was actually talking with some people at the track and some team members, and truck drivers are different people for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. They're a breed of their own, yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, uh, <laughs> uh, um, your, your, your team, a uh, little rough start to the year, but uh, coming on good right now. you got Teddy Mayer, Matt Gerke, Austin Politelli, and um, Tyler Schoberg. Schoberg. I always get Schoberg and Topher Inglis mixed up. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and and early on in, in the East and the West rounds, you had Hoyer, who actually uh, was doing uh, pretty good. But things are turning around for you guys. You're starting to become a little winning machine there, Patty. Oh yeah, we, we yeah. I don't I don't know if we started off a little slow. I think it was a little more. Um, the California kids have had maybe a little tough go getting used to the way things run up here. And uh, and I think they had a little bit of a tough time with the twenty five plus two. Really? Yeah, yeah. But um, but they've come around for sure. They're great, uh-huh. both uh, of them. Um, you happy with the way everything's going? Obviously, Fasciati and Clat are dominating four uh, fifties. We kind of always knew that would happen, but you got to win there with Matt Gerke. And, and so overall, as the manager slash mechanic, you happy with the whole the whole season? Yeah, I am. You are. Sure. Yep. Um, I, I mean, I'd be crazy to say that. I wouldn't be expecting a little more. I, th- I honestly thought when, when the four- when Teddy was going to when we said Teddy was going to ride 450, that I thought for sure that that he would definitely have something for Dusty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, he hasn't yet. So right. um, I think I think the Nimo really kind of bummed him out because he was leading, and they and they they both came up on him and passed him. So. Mm-hmm. 
I yeah. think I think that was a bit of a reality check for everybody on the team, including him. Yeah. Well, you know? I mean, uh, you know, we, 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 you and I both know you've spent a lot of time down here in the U.S. as a mechanic wrenching, and it's, uh, you know, the dudes up there haul ass on their own tracks and all that, you know. If only they could translate that to uh, down south here. So yeah, you know, you know what I always find with the Canadians and the Canadian tracks is like, it's like every every local rider always shines at his track, right? And the Canadian tracks are like just local tracks, mm-hmm. and and our guys just happen to be the local guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, does that make sense? Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. No, absolutely. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that's. The... Uh, but Teddy's first year in four fifties. Um, so what do you think? What what do you give him on a grade? What do you, what's your thoughts? Fasciati was a ten. Yeah. Okay. Fasciati was um, a ten. Fasciati was a ten. I would say honestly, I say right now we're below seven and a half, eight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you've worked with him for a long time with Mayor. I mean, you guys are like buddies, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. For sure. I've been with Teddy since '05. So, what does he think? Is he happy? Is he is he frustrated? No, he's happy. Yeah. I mean, he, I think I think he was expecting to to be a li- to be a little better. Right. But. Um, you know, the thing with Teddy is he, is he, he always puts in 100%. Right, right. And, uh, and as long as a couple things on, on his bikes are, are the way he wants them, mm-hmm. he, he doesn't complain about anything, yep. and he hauls ass. So. Right, right. Um, and with Gerke, man, i, I got to admit, I was very surprised that, wow, honestly, I'll be surprised that, he, that you guys didn't let him go after a few West rounds. He didn't seem to be ready. Probably making pretty decent money. You know, he came in injured and, and all that. Um, and then I know he's a great sand rider, but I, I, I definitely thought that there's no way Fasciati gets beat at Gopher. But I got to give it up to Matt. He proved me wrong. Uh, great ride at Gopher Dunes, and, and, and he is a sand man, huh? He's no doubt about that. Yeah. I mean, he, he proved that to everybody. I mean, um, were you uh, surprised, though? Killed- were you surprised? Come on. Come on. You know, Come on, Patty. <laughs> of, of course, I was a little surprised because you know he hadn't had a finish until then. You know, right? Yeah. And 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 I knew the break was going to be good for him because he had only ridden a couple times during the break, and it was in sand. And he said that he was able to, you know, when I talked to him just before Gopher, he says mm-hmm. I can do thirty minutes without the wrist hurting in some deep gnarly sand. Right. Wherever the Florida sand track was, where he was riding, and I said, okay, well. Sweet, right? right? Hopefully he can right. get a start. Hopefully he can get a start, and let's see what he's got. Um, and uh, yeah. he got both. So, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty amazing. Um, he, he that had to have been is that the biggest win for leading edge Kawasaki? Would you say? Well, I think yeah, I think because uh, uh, we won all four races that day in mm-hmm. the lights class and yeah. the four fifty. Right. And I think that's the first time since like. You know the Blair Morgan two stroke days that Kawasaki's done that. Right, right, yeah. Morgan, Lange, so, Dehan, and uh, yeah, two thousand, two thousand and one, ninety nine. You know, yeah, back yeah. To those. It's right. been, yeah, it's been that long. So. And uh, and, and I, it was, and I don't know where Paulatelli got his sand speed from, but he's got it. That's a good. That's a good question. I mean, I think you know a lot has to do with it. The fact that he's he's a bit taller, mm-hmm. and he's 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 fast to begin with. So right, right. How, uh, how, he did practice. He did practice some sand stuff, you know, over the over the the break. So right. he was a, he was prepared. Um, and how have, how have those two guys been? Like, they're both sort of um, you know highly touted amateurs in the U.S. and you know that usually means they're going to do pretty well in the pro class. How's their their reaction been to racing the Canadian Nationals? I mean, how have they been to deal with um, and all that? 
Well, the kids themselves have been awesome. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, Tyler, you know, when, when we picked Tyler up from the airport, he was definitely, I'm going to smoke everybody. There's no doubt, right? He's, <laughs> yeah. He's got, that, he's got that SoCal, you know, I'm fast kind of thing. Right, right. And um, it didn't really take him long to realize that um, these guys are up, up here fast, too. You right, know. right. But um, Tyler's great to work with. Austin's awesome. He, uh, he's laid back. He's, he's relaxed. He's calm. He's polite. He's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, once you once, – um, Schoberg's probably like, uh, Medaglia, Benoit, who are these guys? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely never heard of any, but none of these, you know, they haven't done anything in the States before, so. Right, right, yeah. No, absolutely. They, they, they've they, no Loretta's, no Ponca, so. Yeah, yeah. You don't know who they are. And uh, um, Gerke looks like he's got some pretty good confidence going from that win. He's been a f- consistent 3-4 uh, guy since then almost, huh? Absolutely, no doubt. I yeah. mean, his, his wrist is still sore. But he's able, he's, he's able to pull in the clutch, and he's able to, to ride the bike for sure instead of concentrating on, you know, not hitting a bump so that his wrist doesn't, you know, turn him into right. shock. Let me, let me ask you this. No one listens to this stuff. You know that. No one listens know, to this stuff. I know. So let me ask you this. Was there thoughts of letting Matt go at any point? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I mean, right. I mean, we, we're – we're paying him money. Yeah, I know. And, and I mean, it's not and, all his fault. Uh, let me let me let's get this out in the open. He was hurt. He came into it hurt. He wasn't. He had some gnarly injuries. It's not all Matt's fault, you know. Um, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So um, we brought him to Kamloops with uh, um, intentions of hooking him up with uh, Monster Canada's um, trainer, athlete trainer here in Kamloops, Craig Kazoris, and. Mm-hmm. And our plan, or our cross our fingers plan, was that he was going to be ready for Kamloops. Right. And a, a week before, um, we got the doctor's note saying he can he can ride. Yeah. And um, Greg and Greg said he's 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 not going to be able to hang on. Yeah. Yeah. And then at that point, at that point right there, it was like, okay, so do we sit him out for the first two? Do right. we let him ride? Do we do we let him go and panic and try and find somebody to come up here and yeah and figure shit out, figure out suspension and figure out this, mm-hmm. you know, and start from scratch. And the decision was made to, to keep him and, yeah, yeah. And, and and ride out the first two, right? Yeah, and, and it looks like your patience has paid off at this point. One in the national, um, and, uh, and, and now he's 3-4 guy, which is, you know, pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. And I honestly think by by, by second moto Walton that he, he, he'll be up with Dusty. Mm-hmm. I do. I believe that. Does your buddy Dusty know that? <laughs> um, I'm sure he does. There's zero chance Dusty listens to this, though, so we don't worry about it. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he I doesn't doubt, even have a computer. Right. I doubt he even clicks on the internet or even knows what the internet is. Um, no. BMXing and uh, dirt bike riding. That's about it. That's it. Not hey. even maybe dirt bike riding. Just mostly yeah. BMXing. And uh, <laughs> hey, yeah. And hey, I want to talk to you about uh, uh, one of the guys on your team, Frenchie. Um, how's that working out, Luke Callette, uh, long time? French Canadian kid, longtime guy down here in the U.S. Worked for Factory Yamaha, Yamaha Troy. I sort of helped get you two guys together, which which is cool and all that. But how's that going? He looks like he's been a great addition to your program. Oh, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you know, first off, he does a great job with the, with the engines, mm-hmm. and he's got uh, the good connection for the suspension. So um, we've been working great together. I mean, he's. He's having a bit of a tough time with you know flying in and out every week, plus right. doing his business at home. So yeah, yeah. he's uh, he's been going you know wide open. Um, I don't know how long the the uh, the uh, the love affair is going to last as far as him <laughs> flying in and out. Right. But um, right now it's great. 
Yeah. And, uh, and your bikes seem uh, definitely pretty competitive. So, um, no, oh, yeah. No worries no there. Yeah. Right. And yeah then, no worries there. <clears throat> hey, this weekend, San Elise coming up. Um, maybe get another win there. For sure. Absolutely. Right? Teddy rides good there, too. Matt yeah. rides good there. Both of, both of the kids, you know, they can. everybody knows they can ride the sand. And mm-hmm. Tyler just came off uh, an overall, so it's going to be good. Now, uh, huh. uh, uh, let's get into uh, – well, let's get into this for a little bit. Now, you've worked for Blackfoot uh, Honda before. You've, um, you've had to race against them as a team manager for, you know, the last long time. What do yeah. you guys need to do to get to their level? What do you need to do to, uh, to get right up there, do you think? Well, the thing, the, the the difference between you know we have, first of all, their staff is is equal to ours as far as I'm concerned. We both have the the passionate, the mm-hmm. education, and and you know the tools to do it. There's no doubt. What we need to do is try and figure out how we can come up with, you know, the same kind of money that they're being funded with, so we can have full time people. Right, right, yeah. And put the put the time and the effort into testing on the off season. That's the difference for sure. Yeah, it's tough when you when you can't do that because. Uh, you actually have another job in the fall and in the winter, huh? Yep. Yeah. Uh, up until this year, I actually I actually parked my business for the summer so I could come here and focus on the team as much as I could. But up until this year, I've been flying back and forth and going to work. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough um, during the week. So uh, Jason Hughes, the owner of uh, Leading Edge uh, Kawasaki there in Kamloops, uh, how's he liking this getting into race business stuff? Oh, he's he's a racer from from a kid. He's raced uh, with Factory Kawasaki as a, 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 a superbike, mm-hmm. and and uh, with Articat as a pro snowmobiler. So he's he's a racer as well, um, and he races motocross on his spare time. So, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, with with the road bike thing kind of kind of going south in Canada, I mean, it's it's pretty lame right now, and yeah. and there's not a, not a whole lot of snowcross going on in Canada either. So, I mean, it was a perfect fit for motocross. Yeah, um, but is is he liking it? Is he enjoying being in it? Is it, is it resulted oh, he, in increased sales? You think? Um, I wouldn't go tell. that far. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say the results increased sales. I mean, we definitely yeah. we definitely sell a few more bikes. It's not the difference. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, it's it's I tough. Mean, to it's quantify. definitely it it's definitely for the love of it, right? Right. And I mean, how at and the how, end of every at how, the end of every year, he's definitely putting in a few bucks. Yeah, no doubt. And how's Kawasaki been? Good. Are uh, we hoping to get some more support? I imagine with uh, with this solid effort you guys have put in this year. Yeah, I sure hope so. Yeah. I mean, um, that would really help out if they could. I mean, uh, the thing is, is we can't re- we can't rely on those guys year in and year out to just you know begging them for money. I mean, we're going to have to go look for it for ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but it sure would be nice. I mean, we're we're doing we're doing pretty good with what we got. I know that for sure. Yeah, time to hit up Tim Hortons. I think for a deal. Oh yeah, somebody right. like the Tim Hortons or anybody. I know that's that's the tough thing. Uh, what about the what about the scene in Canadian Moto this year? Uh, I haven't made it up to a race this year, and I may go to Walton. It's not looking good. Not going to Santa Lee this weekend. Give me a give me a, your thoughts on the whole series in general this year, just just as a whole. Um, I think it's pretty upbeat. I think you know. Um, I, I know that I think spectators have been down with you know some of the rainouts and Calgary and Morden was a rain and it, so. The, the spectators were kind of were kind of down. I think Kamloops was pretty good last weekend. Was really good, but the series in the whole has been pretty good. I mean, the guys, you know, the CMRC has been putting in a huge effort. You can see it from a mile away. They went and hired uh, um, Paul Rack and and their crew, and they show up, and banners are done, and the podium and everything. It looks great. Mm-hmm. 
I don't have a whole lot of negative things to say about the series. You know, it'd be nice yeah. if there was a few extra bucks in it for some of the guys. But yeah, yeah. And and, uh, and what about the overall vibe? Everybody, everybody getting along. Everybody, um, uh, racers. I mean, as far as uh, and uh, you know, everybody getting along. Everybody enjoying themselves. Absolutely. Under our tent, anyway. I mean, there hasn't been any protesting, major protesting going on since the Nimo. And um, everybody, oh. there's no fist fight. Everything's hey, good. What hey, about, what about your team, First Moto? I think it's First Moto Kamloops. Um, Politelli and Schoberg take each other out, or Hoyer takes them out? Who, who takes who out? It was, uh, it was Politelli and, and Knowles. Oh, Knowles. That's it. Spencer Knowles. Yeah. Takes, Knowles takes them out, right? Going for the last lap, last corner. Yeah, <laughs> and essentially gave Medallia a third place, which helped them win the overall on the day. Uh, talk about getting back to the track after that. Um, well, I was already at the track, <laughs> up at the truck. I was waiting for it to come down. I knew that uh, Paul Telly's dad was gonna was gonna be you know having an issue for sure. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know exactly what went down until uh, I seen some video, but. Um, you know, it, all I heard right off the bat was Spenny took Austin out last corner. Right. And I was like, oh, oh first no. race. I was right. like, Jesus, right? right? But uh, it wasn't really that. I mean, Spenny um, put in like a 200% effort for the last lap and right. pulled right up on the back of Politelli and went to the inside. And Politelli was on the outside, squared it up, and then went on the inside. And Spenny was there, and Spenny had hit the back of his bike and... You know, we we talked to Spenny about it. It wasn't uh, he felt pretty bad afterwards. Yeah, because he, of right. I mean, the situation. You know, but if it's two racers on non teammates, uh, you call it sort of a racing incident. Is yeah, that, I do for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And it's battling for third spot. You know right, what I mean? Right. So, I mean, it's it's a money spot. And go for it. Hey, and, uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, Paul Daly should have been on the inside if he was worried about it. Right, right. Hey, what's up with Spencer Knowles? What's up with that guy? I don't want to talk about it. It's a, it's a, it's, I, I take that I take that issue personally. I, Why do you I'm take it personally? About it. Why? What do you mean? Because he's my because he's my friend, and I've known him and his family since they started racing. And okay, kid's and it, got a lot of talent. Really, he's got talent. He he reminds me of Beaton, a little Beaton, and we'll not and we'll get into Beaton in a little bit here. But uh, <laughs> I'm gonna drive you to drive you to hang yourself tonight, Patty. Um, <laughs> but what is uh, he's, he's a good starter. He's got talent. He's got the backing. What's he? Is he just not working hard enough? No, I don't think that's it at all. Okay. I think he's working probably harder than anybody. I think, I honestly believe to God, I think it has something to do in between his ears. I, I really don't know. I mean, I mean, he whole shots. He's he's won a few bucks whole shots, and he's gone back to mm-hmm. you know fifth and sixth and fourth, and, and I really uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. He needs he needs counseling. He needs he's counseling. I don't. I really. I. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have an answer for you. It oh, really right. hurts me to think about it. <laughs> it hurts your head to think about it. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. What about? He could easily win. So. Uh huh. And, um, and. What about uh, and and beaten? Uh, God damn, beaten. Gets me mad just thinking about it. Um, got hurt again. Out for the season. I, I really like that signing that you guys did. I thought that that was good and. You know, I guess like Blackfoot found out, it's just he's he, he's fragile. He's certainly got the speed. Do you think? I mean, are you gonna give him another shot next year? Is it too early to say? I, I guess. What do you thought? Well, he he's a he's a monster athlete. He's on the monster payroll, and um, he'll 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 be back. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll have him back. Yep. 
for sure. He's gonna. Um, his knee is really good right now. Uh-huh. Uh, we're gonna try and get him a bike at the end of the month. Oh, that's so he soon. Can start yeah. me- start okay. messing around, and um, he. We, you know, he crossed our fingers that he can race uh, Montreal. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Yep, that's our plan. That's right. what I'm gunning for right now. I'm, I'm pushing him for Montreal. Um. Yeah, it was really cool to see you guys come down to Cali and do those races, and you know, beating beating made both mains had to be pretty cool, right? Man, it was awesome. Uh, yeah. And uh, at uh, you know Anaheim too, when he got that start, and he was right next to those pro circuit guys. Yeah. And, and and you know Hanson looks over to his his right and sees you know another Kawasaki. I, I just wondered what was going through his mind at that time, but um, and then he proceeded to try and push him off the track. But yeah, of course. Um, it was cool. It was awesome. Right, it right. Was, it was. Ah. I had shivers going up my my my, my back. Right, a lot of work for you. That, uh, I'm sure to to do all that, but uh, paid off with two main event appearances. I was, I was, I was oh yeah. Guys, yeah, I mean, mains are huge. As, you yeah. know, especially qualifying straight out of the qualifier, which is awesome. You know, um, wh- beat a lot of guys. What do you got? What do you think about uh, uh, those fall arena crosses? Uh, the Helms are putting on. You guys going to be there? Is it kind of a sore taste in your uh, sore bad taste in your mouth after last season or? Definitely bad taste. Yeah. And from what we from what we see in here right now, it it honestly isn't much of a pro series. I mean, there's yep. no payout. There's um, they don't seem to be really inviting anybody. You know, and uh, it's all up to Kawasaki. If they want us to go there, we'll go. Yeah, yeah. But from what I understand, there's not a whole lot of positive feedback from any of the pro guys. Yeah, 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 exactly. And they don't see and and the and the, and the guys from um, whatever the Arena Cross series is called now, Future West or mm-hmm. whatever it is. They don't seem to be too worried about it either. So, <laughs> well, I guess we'll see, right? Um, yeah. Uh, hey, um, um, how'd you take Macho Man's death? How'd you take that? Oh man, I, I know you're a wrestling fan. Days. I know you're a wrestling fan. Um, well, you know, I was. It's funny because I was talking to somebody maybe about a month before that. I seen him on YouTube being all weird and calling out other wrestlers, and he, I go, man, that guy's on drugs for sure, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then, you know, having the heart attack and smashing into the tree. Mm-hmm. I was in bed for two days. I was devastated. Oh, I bet. I bet. Well, and uh, you know I, what? I just went out and bought all the Slim Jims I could find. Uh-huh. And uh, you snapped into hugged them. Hugged them. Yeah, hugged yeah. into them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, that was uh, about two miles from, from Ferry's house. He actually sent me a photo of the tree. Um, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. I should have I should have sent it to you. Um, he sent me a photo of the tree that Macho Man hit. Wow. You're, Is there like a memorial there? A little there bit. Was, of a... There was there was some flowers there. Yep. There was. There was, there there was flowers cool. there. Oh yeah, for Macho Man there is. Um, <laughs> what about when Macho Man and Hulk teamed up and then they got into a fight over Elizabeth? Do you remember that? Oh, I remember that for oh, sure. Dude, that... I, wonder, I wonder if that was real. Do you think? Oh, I'm sure. I, probably, it was. I think Absolutely. it was actually. Absolutely. Because uh, uh, I remember watching no- Hogan knows best. Oh yeah. Of course, I would watch that, and yeah. I think he he talked about that a bit on how the Macho thought that was going down. Right. Um, big wrestling fan you are. Didn't didn't know oh, this. I, Still, I've been hard. I've been a hardcore wrestling fan since uh, like '84, '83 when the Hulkster first came out. Yeah. Right. Still, you are to this day. Um, I don't watch it as much, but if right. I scroll through the channels and and Raw is on or or SmackDown, I you, flip through it for sure. Well, as team manager, couldn't you get some of your guys to like dress up and act like rock wrestlers? Wouldn't that be like awesome? Oh, that would be awesome. You could you know, even... every chance I get, I always give them like you know the elbow stomp. At, you know, you give them the elbow and stomp your foot at yep. the same time. Yep. I do that to them all the time. I'm oh. always trying moves on them. Yeah, nice, nice. You could do. You could be Ted DiBiase, sort of the boss of everybody. You know. 
oh, yeah, for sure. I'd be like, yeah, the money man. Right, right. The million-dollar man. Right, yeah. It it, except you. being the million-dollar man, I could just be the $10 man. The, the $100 man or something, yeah. Exactly. The $100 man. <laughs> um, yeah, um, sure. yeah, I have a wrestling belt that I carry around all the time. Oh, you do? Yeah, oh, I, I got into a fight at the Arena Cross back in about '04. Yeah. And I had a few drinks and whatever. Anyway, I got into a fight and punched this guy around a bit. And then I ran back to the whole shot trailer, grabbed this wrestling belt, and pulled it over my head and started screaming like an idiot. <laughs> oh, I wish I could see that. <laughs> and there was there was a lot of people from you know the local West Coast, you know the industry and stuff, yeah, and they yeah. were there. And it was and that was still it. kind of a bit a bit of a joke. Now, the legend was born. Um, yeah, I yeah, remember. Yeah. I remember. I don't know how old you are, but I can remember watching. Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant fight in Pontiac Silverdome in like eighty six, eighty five. Yeah, I got I got the VHSs and I watched them as much as I can. <laughs> that was at Toronto. That was in Toronto, I believe. No, it was in Pontiac. Oh, was it really? Yeah, it was Pontiac. Yeah. Okay, and, I didn't and, know that. But and Hulk managed yeah. to lift up Andre somewhat, sort of. Yeah, it was a yeah Andre. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Andre. Yeah, he did pick him up. It yeah. kind of fell over yeah. a bit, but he picked um, him up. Favorite wrestler? Do you have one? Oh, it's the Hulkster for sure. Oh, Hulkster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have a whole bunch. Like, I, I love, like, Roddy Roddy Piper and uh, bag, Brutus know? the Barber from the old days, you know? Oh, yeah, Brutus Brutus the Beefcake? <clears throat> or was yeah, it, was the it? Barber Beefcake, yeah. yeah. You know, Roddy Piper was from Winnipeg, right? Was he really? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. I, I kind of I like, hey, you know what? Oh, yeah, cool story. When I was at um, Blackfoot one time, the guys had told me... Uh, um, Troy was telling me, uh, who still is at Blackfoot, that um, Jim the Anvil Nightheart used to uh, hangs out at this one bar, and <laughs> uh, I tried my hardest to get those guys to take me down there so I could I could see him, but uh, it never happened. I was bummed out. Um, oh, you really wanted to go? Oh, absolutely, no doubt. I'm a fan. I would have because he's got that big long goatee that goes to a point. Right, you know? right, right, right. And he and yeah, he used to like get in the ring and yell, and that thing would move. It was uh, just. Awesome. Dude, and what about the dude uh, who ate turnbuckles, Georgie Animal Steel? Oh, oh yeah, dude, he was good. Yeah, I remember that yeah. guy. He was a little out there. For sure. Um, the uh, the AWA circuit was like huge in Winnipeg, dude. When I was a kid, um, yeah, my brother would get to go. I never got to go, but that was where Hulk started, and and all these dudes, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, they all started there. Yeah. Um, AWA, yeah, <clears throat> working for free. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, let's get this back on track here. Um, little known fact about you, besides the fact that you're clearly passionate about wrestling. Little known fact, 1997 Canadian National Championship, Al Dick, you wrenched for him. That's, that's correct. Uh, yep, uh, Agassi, three motos each class. It was one day, right? It was a one, one day? It was, it was one day, three motos, yeah. And uh, Al and was well past his prime at this point. <laughs> but still, he won, right? Yeah, he won. It was a mud race. Uh-huh. And um, I still remember um, at that time, CMA didn't have you know a whole lot of rule book, and um, you were allowed to groom in front of the gate. <laughs> and um, Rich Fossiotti, um had a rake, and this thing was a concrete rake. It was probably four feet wide, and he groomed from Al's gate all the way to the first turn. Oh, nice! It was nice. he groomed all the all the mud out, and then so Al could go down in, in the dry dirt. Um, awesome! Um, and no one said anything. No one was, no one. Nobody said a word, not uh, a word. Was this 250s or 125s? Uh, it was both classes. He won the 125 and got second in 250. I think Daryl Martins won the 250s. Uh, no, Blair Morgan did. Oh, Blair did? Okay. Martins, yeah. Martins won one CMA championship somehow. Um, oh, he, that was when it was in Winnipeg. 
He no, might have been the only guy there. It wasn't in Winnipeg. It was in uh, Ontario somewhere. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, he, wa- yeah, he might have been the only guy there. That's probably a very good point. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, so, wh- but that's true. 97, yeah. That was Works performance sponsored Hondas. So that, was that kind of your first job wrenching? Or were you always into it? Or uh, That was pretty much it. That was the first. Yeah, absolutely. Because right. at that time, we, I, was ride, I was racing intermediate at that time okay. for Works Performance, which was just an accessory shop at a Langley. And they had Al Dick. They had Daryl Martins a year before, 96, and then they had Al Dick for 97. And I was racing at that time, and Al needed some help. And Al was doing arena crosses out of, the, um, uh, out of Abbotsford. Yeah. He was doing his own two-trick thing, and, uh, yeah, he needed help, so I helped him out, and it was good. It was a good time. We yeah, didn't really get along back then, though. Oh, you didn't? <clears throat> no. Oh, I, I tried to, but Al was a different, different guy back let me, then. Let me just you tell know? you. I was just going to say, you're not the first guy to say that Al's a little different. I, I know. Yeah, he, I mean, I grew up with him. He raced in Manitoba. Um, yeah. Uh, I grew up with him, and, uh, yeah, he, I like Al. Good guy, but uh, a little, yeah. little different. No doubt about it. Um, he was... He, he was super arrogant back then, and, and probably, you know, well deserved. I mean, he was a man. I mean, he's well, he's going to go down in Canadian motocross history as being, you know, one of the best of all time. But yeah, he was hard to work with as far as I was concerned. Um, so okay, so what what happened after that? Like, wh- what got you into the racing? Well, after that, uh, when Works Performance they decided to close their doors, um, I went to um, I took a couple years off the bike industry thing and just raced intermediate and did that kind of thing and then i went to whole shot racing which is a a, pr- a pretty big uh, uh dealership in uh, western canada in langley and i started there in um 98 i believe and um i worked there for uh till 2004 when mm-hmm. i left with clat to california yeah and 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 um how'd you meet clatter or how'd you how'd you hook up with him i mean he lives on the island. Um, yeah. You know, I guess Darcy also did well from the island. But really, um, uh, from early on, did you know he was he was going to be this good? Did you know that? Well, we never really saw him much. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we at Whole Shot, we always did the BC Championships and stuff. And, and, and we knew Dusty. He rode, he rode Hondas. Right. And, at that time, for himself, I think Campbell River Honda or Courtney Honda or something. Yeah, like and, the first time I ever heard of him, Dusty, he was like getting top five at nationals. Like he seemed to me to come out of nowhere. You know what I mean? He did come out of nowhere, and um, I think he kind of he did really good at some local arena crosses. And Richmond signed him up for, um, for I forget what year it was, and um, that was I think 2001. I mm-hmm. think Richmond signed him on, and. And that's when he started, you know, he was nobody really as far as the national scene. Right. And, um, and I remember they, they hired an American. I can't remember his name at this time. But um, Hall, Rusty Holland. Oh, yeah, rollerball Rusty and, Holland. Uh, yeah, and Dusty was beating him on a regular basis. And uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's when it took off for sure. Right. Um, and, and since you've known Dusty this long, has he always been Dusty? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and by yes. that, I mean just... Uh, a little introverted, um, not real excited about much. I guess. Um, just yeah, I mean he's uh, he's he's really he keeps he, he keeps uh, you know his his group of friends close, and he doesn't you know and then that and that group of friends is you know mm-hmm. means everything to him, right? Right, right. He he um, 
he'll sit by himself before you know he'll really walk up to a crowd of people and right. and talk to him. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Kind of like the the Rocco guy. You know, he's he's a great guy, but everybody thinks um, he's kind of a dick. So yeah. you had a couple of good years with Richmond, Cowie, um, and then uh, Blackford comes calling, and uh, I mean, obviously you got to go with him, which is cool, right? Yep. Yeah, for that, sure. That, what happened is that at first they, I, I, I was at hole shot, and um, Jason Mitchell wouldn't give me the chance. They went with their guy that was from California for Dusty. And, um, oh, he's an American guy? I wonder who it was. I wonder if I know him. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a mechanic, and I forget his name at this time, but he got refused at the border for round two for, for mission. Uh-huh. And then so Friday morning, my phone rings, 530 in the morning. It's Joe Skate. He goes like, He's like, hey, what's happening? <laughs> and uh, we talked on the phone a few times about, you know, working and stuff. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm sleeping. What are you doing? He's like, well, we're just about to set up the tent. You want you want a shot or what? And I'm like, dude, I'll be there in 15 minutes. I didn't even phone in to work and tell him I wasn't coming. I didn't show up. To, <laughs> and uh, and I didn't show up uh, Saturday for work either. And, uh, yeah, that was it. <laughs> what were you working? I was working at Whole Shot. Oh, at Whole Shot. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was there at Whole Shot. Oh, they probably really saw you at the races. They weren't too pumped on that. <laughs> yeah, no, they, uh, they. I sent them some messages and let them know where I was. And plus, you know, Dusty rode Hondas for Whole Shot in '03. Yeah. And I was his me- mechanic guy there, and and so they they knew what was going on. So, they were okay with uh, how'd you guys do at Blackfoot that year? Uh, he won the West. He won the West. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm getting my years mixed up. I thought he rode one year at Blackfoot and got third or something. No, but no, he won. Oh, that must have been on the whole shot bike. Um, yeah, we, yeah, we rode 125s and 03 on Hondas. Yeah, and how'd you guys do in the series? A third or something? Uh, I think we finished off third or fourth. Yeah, yeah. okay, that must be my. So you won the championship, and uh, obviously at this point he's looking like he's going to be, you know, a future Canadian star. But uh, <clears throat> you only lasted one year at Blackfoot, Patty. Yeah. What happened? I know it. What happened? Uh, well, I decided at uh, after Christmas in 04, I decided to uh, quit my job and go south with Dusty. Mm-hmm. After talking with Jason Mitchell a couple of times, I was under the impression that I was, you know, I was uh, the guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I decided to quit my job. Dusty uh, gave me a few bucks to cover my mortgage and a few bills I had at home. Mm-hmm. And I, I dropped everything and uh, and I went California with Dusty. Ch- chase from, the dream. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and I, yeah, so we we stayed down there for four months and uh, headed her back. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, got back and uh, found out you didn't have a job anymore. Yeah, well, it was actually on the drive home, which was really convenient. Oh, yeah. So uh, they said, said, yeah, we're going to call somebody else, and I was pretty disappointed, man. Yeah, like what but, what uh, happened? Looking back, what do you think? What was the what was the deal? I really I really don't know. I mean, you, you never you know, you dealing with big business, they don't give you a straight up honest answer, right? So at that time it was just, you know, you don't have your mechanics license, your motorcycle mechanics ticket. We <laughs> want guys that are that are, you know, that know how to set points and uh yeah. you know, <laughs> read manuals and stuff. So. Were they being serious? I really <laughs> don't know. What's that? <laughs> Were they being serious, do you think? No, of course not. I mean, uh, right. you, you know, they, they're looking for people that probably don't. I don't know. I don't want to say now because I'm good friends with those guys now, so I don't want to start. Yeah. Up shit. Well, how how does how is that now? I mean, no problems. You're, you're, you're friends with Jason Mitchell, friend with uh, Dean Thompson, uh, uh, Joe Skid, all those guys. I mean, Joe's not there, but you were. 
Yeah, they're not. Yeah, I mean, we're not sending each other Christmas cards, but right. at the racetrack, we're shaking hands and how's it going, and right. you know, and what the weather and everything's good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, you had to be in Bomber. I've been there, dude, as a mechanic. I've been there uh, where you think you got a job. I actually went down to California one time. Thought I had the job. I was told I had the job. I drove 36 hours to California with no place to stay. Got down there, called the guy, called the guy, called the guy for four days. Then he says, oh, I'm sorry, we filled your position. And I'm like, you told me to come down. Um, so I've been there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. It yeah, sucks. Drop everything. You know, I stayed, I stayed in a, home and worked. Yeah. I stayed in a holiday. I stayed in a Motel 6 parking lot for three or four days in Riverside, um, and I would shower while the maids were cleaning the rooms. Um, before they got there, they'd open the doors, and I'd go in and shower really quick and then come out before they got to the room, you know? <laughs> yeah. Good times. That's pretty smart. Good times. But uh, I know. bomber deal. So what would you do then? What what happened after that? This was 06 um, now. Yeah, it's funny because on the way home, I decided to go to Dusty Spice on the island um, to do a BC Championship. And while we were there, uh, Mike Airfold said, hey, uh, what are you up to this summer? <laughs> and, uh, and, of course, he knew what was going on, and I said, I'm free to go, man. So he's like, yeah, we got this. Remember, remember that Teddy America, that 311? So yeah, yeah. He's like, yep, I'll be there. So the, after the Sunday after the BC Championship with Dusty, I loaded up my stuff and headed back to the mainland, to mm -hmm. Richmond, and the team was there working on bikes. Right, right, and that was good. So, actually, you did pretty good. You landed on your feet, all things considered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My life would be a lot different right now if um, I would have stayed with Blackfoot or I wouldn't have had the job with Richmond. Things would be a lot different. Yeah, or you hadn't met Teddy Mayer, for example, or whatever, you know. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, yeah. And then you guys did some Supercrosses, right? Richmond? Yeah, that's right. Richmond did Supercross in 06. So okay. I went after the 05. Um, I did t Teddy on on the, the west in Canada and Chisholm on the east in Canada, and then yeah. we went straight down to California. Um, and and, and uh, actually, I know you didn't work for him, but I thought Fasciati adapted himself pretty good considering he was uh, six foot two on a Cowie 250F that maybe wasn't the greatest bike out there. I thought he did pretty good in the West Coast Supercrosses. He did awesome. I mean, yeah. he, I mean, first off, he wasn't allowed to practice on the Supercross track with the rest of us. Yeah. So he had to go, I mean, he had to go out and find his own thing. He had to pay. He, you know, he didn't have a ton of dough. And he probably only rode once a week at a at a real Supercross track. Yep. And uh, I think he did awesome. Yeah, he made most of the mains, sure. I think. How did Teddy do? Oh, uh, Teddy uh, tore his ACL and didn't get the ride. Oh, bummer. And yeah, uh, and then so so we decided that we were going to hire uh, Evan Lothridge, and so uh, we phoned him, uh, and when he was in Germany racing Supercross, and he actually broke his ankle, so <laughs> we ended up not filling that spot. Um. And then, hey, uh, uh, you won a title with Chisholm. No, I didn't. You didn't? Oh. No, in 05, well, we came up short uh, one did, point in 05. When did Chisholm win? And Chisholm won in 06, and I wasn't his mechanic. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Ron Bushy. Ron Bushy. Oh, I remember Bushy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now he's mechanic. Um, That's right, yeah. Uh, Chisholm's a good kid, though. He, he's a good kid. He, he talks well of his time up there. You know, um, had a lot of fun. Yeah, I liked I, it. Yeah, we we uh, we we met Twitter messages back and forth and stuff. And so, are you yeah. on Twitter? I didn't even know that. Yeah. Are you? Yep. Are you? Okay. Yep. What's yep. your name on there? Pat O'Connor. Oh shit! Well, I'm gonna have to. As soon as I hang up, I'm gonna have to follow you, Patty. 
I do follow you, just so you know that. Okay. We'll have to talk some wrestling. Absolutely. Um, and just so you know, I just want you to know this right now. You've responded to many of my Twitters. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude. No, I haven't. You like, sent me one about Macho Man. You, you asked me if I was crying about the Macho Man on Twitter. Really? On a, uh, it's dude. okay, though. I know you're a busy guy, and I just you know, got we're back just Canadians from, up here. And stuff, I just so. got back from uh, Belgium. I, I'm, I'm delirious still from waffles and chocolate. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Well, um, I'll refollow you then or something. <laughs> God, I'm a douche. I'm a, such it's a okay, douche. It's okay, guy. It's okay. I'm such a douche. I mean, you may as well, we may as well not be Twitter buddies because you never respond to anything I do, so... It's okay. Oh, give me a break. Come on. I, I asked you about Macho Man, so clearly I was involved with you somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so Richmond, all those years, how does the leading edge thing come around? Obviously, Richmond, didn't they sort of go with Billy Whitley or something? Or how did that happen? Did Billy start running the team? or? Well, yeah, I, Billy took over. Billy took over because – Mike Ayer was just, uh, he was a little over it, you know. I, I don't think motocross was really his thing. I mean, mm-hmm. he got involved because of Darcy and mm-hmm. the arena cross thing. It was nice and clean at arena cross, and, and, and motocross is, is not clean. So I think he, <laughs> I, I think, you know, he, didn't, he was just over it and had enough, and, and, and so Billy bought the truck off him, and, uh, and, and Richmond still helped out. It still said Richmond on the truck for a couple years, and it supplied him with Billy with bikes and stuff like that. But Right. And so, and, uh, um, now, again, forgive my memory here. Did yeah. you work with Billy? Yes. Okay. I worked for Billy in 06 when we came back from um, from Supercross. Okay, so at that point, Billy, worked, Billy had the team. Yeah, okay. Billy had the team, and um, I worked for uh, Gray Davenport. How was that? He seems like a good kid. He's a really good guy. Yeah. He finished third in the series, which was pretty cool. All right, all right. And and actually, I ended up working for Gray and Teddy because uh, Teddy was doing the lights, and Teddy's mechanic at that time um, got turned away at the border. <laughs> oh yeah, another one. So I ended I ended up uh, doing both of those guys. Um, Teddy got Teddy got second, and uh, Gray got third. Was Gray? Was that the year that Gray kind of came out of nowhere? And uh, yep, right from Idaho. He showed up nine sixteen yeah, or showed something. Up at, right. Yeah, he showed up at Nanaimo, whole shotted both motos, mm-hmm. and, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how Canadian motocross works. It's like, oh shit, let's let's sign <laughs> that guy, guy up. Yeah. I know. Well, yeah, even, this, like, even this year, like uh, Morgan Berger, or oh, I'm just like, who? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we've been talking a little bit back and forth, but yeah, uh-huh. he's right. He, he left the series. I think he was in fifth when he went home. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. I mean, you just never know, right? Exactly. And so, how did the leading edge deal come around? Uh, who approached who? What happened there? How'd you? How'd you switch over to Well, that? what went down is, is Billy just wanted to do 450. Uh-huh. And so uh, Jason was already doing some stuff um, with Brock Hoyer and Chris Foster and stuff, and he mm-hmm. wanted to step up. So um, it was perfect for Billy because he didn't want to do the lights anymore. And so Monster and Kawasaki right. approached Jason to see if he wanted to do it. And yeah. Yeah, went, went for it. And then what? So Jason called you or you called him? Or, or how did he that? He called me. Okay. He called me, Yeah. We had already had a bit of a relationship going because I, right. was, I was doing all the arena cross stuff with Lockhart, and Lockhart kind of was racing for Jason and, mm-hmm. you know, that, that kind of thing, doing arena cross. And right. so he had phoned me, and he phoned and asked if I wanted to do it. So, yeah. Lockhart's coming back, like, by the way. Yeah, that's what I hear. He's, he's coming come back. back. Well, he's kind of coming back. He's coming back on Husky, so I don't know how much of a comeback <laughs> that'll be. It's another new beginning for him. Um <laughs> 
yeah. I know Listenmore likes that. Listenmore is a big fan of that. Um, another new beginning yeah. for Lockhart. Uh, he, will, he will be an ex-brand <laughs> goggle athlete, by the way. Is that true? In this comeback, he will, yes. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what else. I, he- I also heard that Husky was going to try to maybe put together some sort of team. <clears throat> well, they, they're down here. They're hiring some people that makes it look like they're going to do something. But, uh, right. but I don't know. Yeah, I have no clue, you know. So, um, hey, I the hope more, they do. The more teams in Canada, the better, right? Absolutely. Uh, name the uh, – obviously, Teddy Mayer is your favorite rider you ever worked with. Or maybe Dusty. It's a mix. Who would you save in a um, fire, Pat? If you could only save one guy in a burning house, would you save Teddy Mayer or Dusty Clatt? Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Who would you save? Say they uh, both were laying there, and they both had, you know, and you just you could only get one of them out. I would I would lay down beside them both, and take my life. <laughs> Fantastic <laughs> answer, Fantastic. <laughs> dude. Neither one of those neither one of those jerkies are going to listen to it. You could have said anything, um, uh, <laughs> um, but um, so who who who's like who's been the most frustrating guy you've worked for? Do you think? And I don't I don't mean frustrating like a dick or nothing. Just like. Who's the guy that you never got along with, or you, you, yeah, and I, and I even mean the guys that you managed. You know what I mean? Like as as the leading edge manager, maybe you didn't yeah turn the wrenches for him. But is there a guy that uh, like stands out for you? Yeah, absolutely. It, it would be Colton. Colton, yeah, yeah. When he was on Kawasaki's, and, and when we did the, I mean, he's always been a great guy, and, I, and friends with the family and blah blah blah, all that stuff. Right, right. And but uh, in '06. Uh, when he was on the Kawasaki 450, it was very frustrating because he yeah. was extremely fast, and the bike was, you know, kind of unfinished, and mm-hmm. you know, it was it, it ran super hot, you know, and the carburetor and the gas would boil, and it runs super, and it would just run shitty, and instead of, you know, instead of because he doesn't, you know, at that time didn't, and maybe we didn't know what was exactly happening, so we couldn't tell him what was happening, and it was just a shitty running bike, and um, you know, he would pull off and. Yeah. It was well, very, very frustrating. I think I was talking to, you know, the late Dave Chase, who used to work at Pro Circuit um, back then. Great guy. Yeah, um, yeah. He was helping you guys up there, and they yeah. were frustrated at Fasciati pulling off too. They, Dave was telling me, at Washougal actually, he was telling me, you know, they got this kid who's really fast, Fasciati, but he keeps pulling off at the, at the earliest signs of trouble. He's like, it's yeah. not good. It's not a good deal. He's like, sure, the bikes aren't the greatest, but, you know, he was really frustrated with him. And it's funny how far we've come with Colton now, you know? Yeah, he, he's absolutely. Just an animal. He's, uh, Did he's you, an animal. Do, are you surprised at his dominance? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I, I would have never seen that coming from anybody. I mean, he, he was always that's... fast and talented, but you just always thought he had to get it together upstairs, huh? Yeah, absolutely. He was, you know, it was just one of those things. I think it. You know, it's probably because he's he worked with his dad for so long, even mm-hmm. up until you know racing pro, and he was, you know, his dad was his mechanic under the Richmond tent, and it was you know dad, you know, yeah. just, he always had you know he was being ba- you know I don't say babied, but yeah, well, baby, you know, yeah, let's face it. And 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 then when in '06, it was kind of like under the tent, it was like his parents weren't there, and you know, he mm-hmm. did, I don't think he knew how to deal with any kind of a um, yeah. tough situation, right? Um. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Hey, what uh, what would you like to, to change uh, besides, say, wrestling at halftime? What would you change uh, with Canadian Moto? What would you like to see diff- done differently? You've certainly been around the scene long enough. What are your thoughts on oh, that? What do you? Man, that's a tough one. I mean, I'm not. 
Um, you know, like, uh, is there anything that uh, that you just would like to see happen? I can't put my finger on one thing. That's uh-huh. for sure. I mean, more pay, uh, more pay for team managers. <laughs> well, that's not going to happen. So, uh, it would be nice to see the riders get a few more bucks. You know, yeah. I think still still in the lights class, I think it's you know four hundred for a win, which is yeah, you know, God Almighty, you know, your SoCal amateurs are probably making more than that at a GFI night race. Guaranteed, they are. Yeah, yeah, that, that's know, pretty frustrating. And there's you know there's a few people that show up to the races every weekend that you know live in mansions, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, because of because of Canadian racing, so. It probably wouldn't hurt to throw a few extra bucks the other way. Well, you might. when it was a regional series, I totally understood it, the MX2 class. I, I, you know, I, I get it. Um, but, um, uh, you know, now that it's a full-time series with, with, you know, Blackfoot participating and Leading Edge participating, two of the top teams in the sport, you need to pay those athletes accordingly, I think. And I've, I've, written, yeah, about it, I've written about it a bunch. So I mean, it's And, not, you know, if, if, if that pay was there, you could probably bring in some – I don't want to say better guys, but you yeah. know, uh, probably maybe turn into a bit of a deeper class for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. it'll be a little more inviting. Right, right. Um, so, okay, uh, let's put let's put let's uh, let's go in the crystal ball a little bit here. What's gonna who what's gonna happen next year for Leading Edge Kawasaki? Tell me who's gonna we'll ride. Definitely, who's gonna ride there? Well, we'll def- we're definitely gonna be back. Yep. Um, tell you that right now. So lights, we'll be running lights again. Both, both classes. Both classes. Sorry. Yeah, you'll have yep, lights. Both, you'll have both classes. And. Um, <laughs> Beaten, hopefully. Teddy, hopefully. Be- Beaten will be back. Um, I hope Teddy's back. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm pretty sure that there will be definitely a spot for him. Yep. Um, I don't see a reason why we just, honest to God, you know, as long as everybody wants to and everybody's healthy, why we can't have the same team. Yeah, yeah, certainly pretty, pretty, you know? pretty doing, pro- doing well, putting the results in. Yeah, there's no reason why we can't have the same whites, guys. You know, mm-hmm. it'd be nice if we could have both those guys if we had the money and beaten, you know. Because that would be that could be a dominating issue there. Yeah, and um, you know I'd like to think Teddy's going to come back next year as a second year and 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 be faster. Yeah, and and if Matt's healthy, we know that Matt's going to be fast anyway. So. Do you think Gergie's enjoying himself up there? Because you know he he's he's one of those Americans that maybe never even thought about the Canadian series and sort of circum- oh, I- circumstances forced him there. And do you think he's enjoying it? Um, I think you're absolutely right that he didn't even know motocross existed in Canada right. until, you know, a few right. months ago. Right. And you're right. I think circumstances have forced him here. I think for sure that, you know, when he came here, he thought you know, that, you know, motocross had to be a joke up here because he's never heard of it, right? And right. He's never right. heard of any, any of the riders. I mean, you know, Dusty went down there and rode for Star the year after he did and didn't really do anything, you know, top 15 guy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that he thought when he signed that he was going to totally dominate. There's no doubt about that. And I know he wants to do that. So do you think I he's enjoying he's... it? Do so you think he's enjoying his, his time, or is it is it sort of been a, a rough adjustment for him? Um, I think it's been a rough adjustment for him because, you know, he's, he's getting beat up every weekend. You know, he's yeah. getting beat every weekend by guys he's never even heard of. I <laughs> think that hurts a bit. Right. And, um I think he's enjoying himself, and we have a lot of laughs in the truck. And oh, good. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Um, we're right on, man. Um, what else? What else can we talk about? Anything else? Um, Let me think. Uh, coming to Unadilla? No, I guess not, right? You'll go straight. You'll go back and forth? 
You know what I'd love to do, though? I'd love to get, take the truck down and do the last couple after Walton. Yeah, how awesome That'd would that cool. be? That'd be awesome. Why don't you? Some help with, well, we need some help with some diesel funding, if you know anybody that wants to pitch in. I'll do it for free. Dude. I can convince all the employees to do it for free if we can find the you diesel. You still got to get plane tickets. You got to get, you know, the riders need tickets. Oh. I mean, it, it's a big expense. Yeah, absolutely. It's not gonna happen. I'm working on something. Awesome. I'm working on something for a couple of guys. But oh yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. I hope so. I hope they go. Yeah, I mean, we need to, right? What's going on with Motocross Nations? I've heard uh, fuck all about that. Um, somebody actually was talking about it on the weekend and said that uh, uh, Carl Bastida would have an answer for Sandley. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, so same um, same guys going as last year. Oh, I would think. I would I mean, imagine, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You guys need to get uh, some well, Canadians on that team. You, know, you got beaten, I guess, but you need to get some more. Hey, we love that Canadians. The problem is we need to get some Canadians that can there's, win. There's only two right now that can win, right? Right. So, That's a good point. I mean, Maybe. We're, we're the, hey, did you talk, did you think about Keist at all for this year? Was there talks at all? Absolutely. Yep. yep. Never. I tried. I tried as hard as I could to do make that go down. Yep. But but um, the powers would be. Um, Weren't too excited with the idea. So. Really, huh? It's K- it's KTM. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Well, hey, whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, how do you think he's been doing on his KTM? Uh, not as good, I don't think, huh? Um, I think he's, he's been doing okay when yeah. he, and he's been crashing a lot, which I think I is yeah. not really normally for him, for him. I know at Sandalee he wrecked a, pretty much wrecked the whole bike in one of the motos. And, Sandalee, and, you mean Gopher? Oh, sorry. I mean, uh, 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 Saint Julie, Saint Julie, Saint Julie. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, he he had taken actually because Teddy had a bad um, uh, go for dunes, and he took over third spot there for at least one weekend. Oh, he did. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. and then Teddy took it back at San at uh, Saint Julie because of right. his own issues. Yeah. After um, Clat, Fasciati, and Keist, there ain't too many other Canadians there. Uh, yeah, I know we. We there's been some we take a little bit of heat for it, but I mean we'd love we'd love to have everybody on the team to be Canadians. But mm-hmm. what do you do if, if if they can't win? I mean, yeah. What about what about Newf? Let's say his comeback. Let's say his new beginning turns into something. There you go. We should we should make a bet if he does something with this arena crossing and hire him on. And he's doing the CMA national championships. He told me. Oh, is he? Where I don't know when that is or where it is, but that's what he told me. Well, yeah, that's going to be probably the week or two after Walton, like it usually is. Okay, at so, Agassi. Yeah. So I mean, so if know. he wins that, we should help him. Yeah, absolutely. If he, if he, if Newf can pull this through, um, become the Canadian champion in both classes, I'll yes. convince Jason Hughes to hire him. Yeah, because really, Jason probably doesn't follow it enough, where he knows that the CMA is just ridiculous. He can, you can maybe sell him on the fact that everyone was there, um, and it was, <laughs> except for the CMRs. You could just say like how gnarly it was and. You could really build up Noof, and then that's it. He has a ride. Yeah, well, we could get James to Photoshop some good riders in there. Yeah, yeah. And and then, you know, yeah. Maybe we could get a knee tra- transplant for Noof, too, because, he, yeah, let's face it, he's got a little wonky one going on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's not, uh, even no, it's not even real anymore. It's not even real. <laughs> well, hey, man, uh, uh, thanks, uh, thanks, Pat O'Connor, for doing the DMX podcast show. I- I'm glad we uh, finally made it happen. Um, Thanks, Ben. Well, I hope it turns out for you. I hope it wasn't as boring as I sounded. No, it's good, man. It's good. Sorry about Macho Man. Cool. And, uh, you know, we'll have to yeah, do part two where we do like the I'll greatest. I'll get over it. 
I got the Macho Man doll. He's set up on top of my you know, toolbox. You know who could go toe-to-toe with you or speedo-to-speedo with you in wrestling knowledge? Jason Wygant. You know who he is, right? Yeah, really? Dude, he loves wrestling. <laughs> like, How can you not? It's the most entertaining thing on TV right now. I'm going to pretend you never said that. I'm going to pretend you didn't say it that. It is. Uh, if, if you don't think it is, you got, you got issues. You and Wygant. We're gonna do. You got to get past. You got to get past the real or not real thing, and just. Uh, me, I'm gonna get Wygant uh, to do a wrestling podcast with me. He promised me he would, because it's just. So oh, I can it, call it, in. Right, we're gonna get you on the line, and you two can talk wrestling. Do it on like the pulp show, and then I'll phone in. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and then you That'd guys can talk about wrestling and how awesome wrestling is. Um, <laughs> uh, that would be good. Hey, uh, thank we'll you, thank you again. Take you down. Hey, good luck this weekend at uh, at Santa Lee, bud. I, I wish I was there to see it. Um, you're one of the good guys in Canadian Moto. Always, uh, always fun to talk to you. I'm gonna follow you on Twitter now, and uh, <laughs> and uh, like I said, good luck the rest of the year, man. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. All right, see you, Pat. Bye.